DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Welcome in Kalen Hall, former BYU running back. His son, Jaron Hall, is now BYU's starting quarterback. Kalen joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Kalen, good morning. And good morning. Caleb, before we jump in too deep here into your son and, and current things, I'm just curious, when you played, did you ever have anything negative to say about pretty boy quarterbacks? <laughs> no, no, because I always aspired to be one, so I was jealous. Therefore, I always looked up to our quarterbacks. So uh, I love the quarterback position, and we had some great ones when I played. They were all great guys, and so it was easy for me to rally around them. So, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that jumped out at me uh, when I listened to the coaches and particularly uh, Jalen speak, he's talking about how he'd been there for four years, and this is his fourth year. And I think that we forget that he's been in the program, and and, Aaron Roderick has been there all most of this time, that he's been in the program this long. And it reminds me of what Robbie Bosco told me years ago, that when they had the assembly line of quarterbacks, it was – you come on campus, you probably redshirt, you back up for a couple years, and then you're ready to go. And we know there was a run there when those guys, when they got their chance, they hit the ground running. Uh, as far as Jalen being in the program this long, how much do you think that he is ready? Because even though he doesn't have a ton of experience, he's been around for a good while. Yeah, Jaron has been in the program. This is his fourth year. Um, it's and, and from my personal opinion, it, it definitely helps because you're familiar with the coaches, you're familiar with the system, you're familiar with uh, your surroundings, and you're just comfortable with all things BYU football. Therefore, uh, you don't have to deal with the stresses of learning a, a system. You only are in the position to where you're applying the processes that you've been put in place for X amount of years, and it makes the whole uh, movement of being the guy a lot easier. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, w- I would have to agree with Robbie. Uh, you know, in, in today's era, you know, everyone's concerned about right now instant gratification, whereas sometimes it's okay to wait. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to sit and watch. Aaron Rodgers had to sit and watch behind uh, Brett Favre for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, he turned out to be a pretty good quarterback. So, <laughs> Kalen Hall joining us. And I'm curious, uh, with Jaron, how much of an advantage is it to have a dad who played high-level football and to get that coaching when they're young? And how much is all of that overblown? How did it work out for you and Jaron as, as he progressed? Uh, you know, I, I think it really depends on, you know, how much uh, information and knowledge that, that player has because not every player is a good coach uh, and sometimes it's not good to coach your sons but uh, I will honestly say that since Jaron was eight years old you know I was his coach and and uh, you know I, I kind of prided myself in knowing a little bit uh, about the game and I also took Jaron to people who were uh, more informed at the position than I was uh, I always thought that you know coming to BYU I came to BYU because it was a pass first offense when I was a power eye back because I always wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to expand, you know, my skill set. Therefore, when my son was growing up, I noticed very early on that, you know, he had some natural talents and gifts throwing 
uh, balls in general. Started off with a baseball. And uh, I, I love Peyton Manning. So the first jersey that Jaron wore was number 18, was Peyton Manning's jersey. Because I always loved the fact that, you know, Peyton could process and disseminate information quickly. And he, uh, he often gave the ball to multiple receivers. You know, he dispersed the ball according to who was open. And, uh, you know, he was a quick study. And, you know, I, I, I was very intrigued with that because, you know, I was, I was a cr- analytical thinker and I always thought about the game, you know, two, three plays ahead. And I got into coaching because, you know, I just love the ins and outs of football. So to be a dad who has a little bit of knowledge that has a good relationship with your kid, I think is very helpful. I mean, if you go by it the, the right way. So, yeah, I, I think there's some pluses and minuses to that equation. So one of the knocks on was a couple years ago is he had the injuries. And I'm of the Aaron Roderick school that he's not injury prone, at least he hasn't shown it, because it's not where you're getting hit and a routine play. They were the concussion deal. Uh, what are your thoughts as far as him and the injuries being able to make sure that he's healthy? Because in order to play, obviously you got to be out on the field. Yeah, I and, and I agree with Aaron. I You know, there were some – some fluke plays that took place, you know, some bad luck. Uh, Jaron's played football for an awful lot of years. He's never been injury prone. Uh, but what I will say is this, you know, the more information you're able to accumulate and uh, the more uh, football IQ you, you acquire, you know, the quicker things are processed, the quicker the ball gets out, the better choices and decisions you make on the field. But you're going to play football. You're going to be instinctive. And so I'm not concerned about that whatsoever. Uh, you know, a lot of people made a lot uh, to do about that because that's the only thing that a lot of folks have to conversate about, right. you know, considering the body of work and the timeline that he's had on the field. So, no, it's, it's a non-issue in my son's eyes. It's a non-issue in the coaching staff's eyes, and it's definitely a non-issue in my eye. I've been there. I've played. I've, I've had concussions uh, in the past. I've had a couple of over 30 years of playing football. You know, it's just a process that unfortunately happens sometime, but you can't really put yourself into a position where you need to worry about it. So, Kalen Hall joining us, former BYU running back, father of BYU starting quarterback, Jaron Hall. You say that doesn't concern you. Uh, you are a dad, and you do know a lot about football. So what does concern you? Uh, honestly, <laughs> really there's not a lot that concerns me because at the end of the day, things are going to happen the way they're going to happen. Uh, either you put the time in and you put that time and apply it to uh, practical applications of things that are going to help you to be successful. And if you don't put the time in and you don't execute, then you're not going to be successful. So, you know, I, I kind of am a black and white guy when it comes to success or failure, because at the end of the day, you can only do so much. Um, and for me, uh, and it's kind of the same thing I told Jaron. I said, I've always had faith and confidence in you because this is a process that we've always talked about since you're eight years old. You know, it's not like we're surprised that you're in the position that you're in. You know, it's the process of allowing things to work out the way ultimately they were supposed to work out. You know, we're a faith-driven family. And if things are supposed to work out the way they have, then, hey, that's what they're supposed to do. And if they're not, then we're going to be okay with whatever comes out of this, this journey that we're on. You know, Jaron's worked extremely hard. Uh, his teammates have worked extremely hard. There's some phenomenal uh, individuals that are in that quarterback room with him. I love those kids. They're all 
just magnificent young men. But at the end of the day, you can't concern yourselves about worrying about things that are negative. My mindset is always about being positive, about moving forward, about putting your best foot forward, and then being okay at whatever those results may be. So he's a Utah County kid, and obviously you being his father played at BYU. When he was growing up, we hear a lot of these kids who just dream of playing in the stadium and being the quarterback if that's what they should play of their position. Was that your son's situation? Did he dream of being a BYU football player and being the starting quarterback? Absolutely. Uh, First and foremost, it started with his mother and I. You know, we, we both. Uh, participated in extracurricular activities at BYU. Um, then it went on to his older brother, KJ, who was a phenomenal athlete there. Uh, and it was always from from my knowledge that he always wanted to be at BYU. And it's it's like it's about our, it's about our core principles as 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 uh, people. You know, is the foundation of what BYU is all about. That's who my son is. He is a he is a BYU guy. You know, sometimes you hear, well, this kid is a BYU kid. Jared's always been a BYU kid. You know, and for me personally, you know, uh, it's it's good for some, it's not so good for others. But for Jaron, he's always been a BYU kid. He's always had dreams of playing and participating and going and attending BYU. And that's just something that, you know, was bred in him from a very young age. And he took it and he ran with it. Uh, and so he's the fourth kid that we have now at BYU. You know, my son Dawson is a baseball player. He'll start this fall. And I have a son, Kyson, who's on a mission. He'll be there uh, after he returns playing wide receiver on the football team. So is this something that for Jaron, yeah, he's always, he's always dreamed of being the, the guy, the quarterback, playing in front of 70,000 fans and essentially being an a instrument in the hands of the institution for a greater good because, you know, he's a very well-rounded young man and he has a higher calling, we believe. And, and uh, you know, we'll just see how that turns out. So given the fact he always dreamed of being quarterback, was it pretty easy to give up baseball, or does he love baseball and that was hard to give up? No, I mean, he, he, I mean he's had a baseball bat in his hand since he was five years old, even before he played football. Uh, he, loved, he loved the sport, um, and he was, you know, was pretty good at it. I mean, some said that possibly he could have gotten drafted, uh, so I hear from several coaches and whatnot. But, you know, it was a difficult choice. But ultimately, you know, he really enjoyed – baseball but he absolutely lived for football i mean so you got to follow your passions and that football was his passion it was tough and difficult choice but uh, something that he knew that he needed to do to put himself in the best position that he possibly could be in so yes it was a difficult decision so i think part of the storyline if you're going to be a byu quarterback is you've got to work with John Beck and you've got to drive to Southern California uphill both ways and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that, hey, look, look. How did that go? <laughs> look, I, I don't get into all the melodrama. You know, we don't, you know, we're very simple folks. Uh, at the end of the day, the opportunity came to work out with John. It was an absolute must that we took that opportunity. Uh, Jaron had a phenomenal foundation, uh, Dustin Smith, uh, his his local quarterback coach, you know, he was with Jaron since he was in the seventh grade, and he did a phenomenal job of getting Jaron prepared to a certain point. Now, John is the master technician of quarterback training. You know, there were some things that we absolutely had to go to John for, and John did a magnificent job throughout the summer of working with Jaron, of putting things to a to a point where, you know what, 
it's a new voice. You know, maybe some of the things were similar, but he was just getting told them differently. But man, J- John did a magnificent job, and he put Jared into position where you know what his mechanics have been honed in. Uh, he his torque ratio has increased, his velocity and the ball flight off of his hands just started shooting out of his hands. And I mean, he always had a strong arm, but man, uh, accuracy has has been honed in. So you know what? We took flights back and forth to California. You know, we, we you know we invested in in, in in Jaron, and you know we weren't driving nowhere. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. I'm not, you know, Jaron to tell you, I, I didn't go to any of them. Actually, I didn't even go with him. But you know, his wife went out a couple of times, and and uh, Byron Rex and Isaac Rex were very good to Jaron, and he stayed with the Rex family, and. And uh, but it was a must, and he's going to continue to do that. He's going to continue to work with John. John's a great guy, you know. He, uh, you know, no promises are ever made. You know, at the end of the day, only thing that you can promise is hard work and, and a process to see if things work out the way you want them to. So, so do you want that to be brought up on every broadcast all year long? Will that make you happy? Nah, 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 <laughs> nah you know what? Again, you know, at the end of the day, what I want to see after every broadcast, BYU wins the football game. That, that's what I want to see. All that other stuff, you know, just just us, you know, I I don't get into it, you know. And Jaron doesn't get into it. He just wants to work, and he wants to be successful, and he wants the team to win first, and everything else will work out the way it's supposed to. So because he is a phenomenal athlete, that means he can run too, obviously, and uh, he can also throw. I think uh, we just got – Ralph sent us a text that that you and your son, the only father-son to run – uh, uh, KJ was uh, rushing for over a thousand or hundred yards uh, in a game, mm-hmm. and and so with Jaron having that ability, uh, how much do you think that he's going to be able to use that? Uh, because you know BYU wants to get the ball downfield through the air, but yet Kalen can obviously move on his feet. Yeah. So Jaron has always been a pass first quarterback. Although he's all you know, people have said oh he's a dual threat guy, and you know he can run. He's an athlete, so forth and so on. But look, he like from the time he was eight years old, he's always passed first and ran second, and nothing's going to change. You know, he he will use his legs when he needs to. I mean, make no mistake about it. Um, Jaron, he's he can run. Now he can, you know, defenses get a little too tight. You know, they blitz a little too much and they miss, and he slips a tackle. You know, rather than going ten fifteen, he's going to take it sixty five seventy. I mean, he can run. But at the end of the day, the options are always to distribute the ball to the talent that you have around you. And that's always going to be who he is as a, as a quarterback. He's got to make sure his guys get the ball in positions to where they can be successful, you know, uh, execute the game plan the way it needs to be executed. But bear in mind, if he needs to get up out of there, he's going to have to get up out of there and run. And he has no problem with that. So Peyton Manning was your guy. Was Peyton Manning – his guy, or did he have his own guy? No, you know, he's, you know, honestly, um, his guy has always been Russell Wilson, you know, because of a lot of the similarities uh, that they have. He's always been a fan of, you know, Russell Williams' work ethic, uh, his principles as a faith-driven man, even though he's a uh, mega celebrity, but he's always, you know, kept Christ first in all of his uh, conversations with anyone that's always been like a, a draw for Jaron and the fact that, you know, he's just a lights out uh, all pro quarterback that has overcome some adversities, you know, based on what people have perceived about Russell. And, uh, you know, that that whole um, 
it embodies who Jared is. You know, he, he looks at Russell and a lot of things he's accomplished and the things he's gone through, and he's like, you know what, that's a similar track that I've been on in my life. So Russell is his guy. So how are you going to be in the stands? You going to be nervous? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, who's who's to say? You know, I sometimes you're nervous, sometimes you're not. I, you know, my wife will be nervous, Holly will be, but for me, again, I don't know. It's just it's crazy. Like I like I told Jared, I was like, son, I, I I'm not nervous about like the quarterback situation. I'm not nervous about the competition. I'm not nervous about the season. I mean, because for me, man, I've always known that you're going to be where you're at today. I mean, it's like it's a confidence that. I've had because I've just I've seen his success. I've seen him, and I've seen his hard work, man. I've you know a lot of people don't see the things that 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 this young man does, and I see his humility and the fact that you know what he puts the Lord first always, and he's just a good kid. And I know there's some good things that are going to come for him here at BYU and for this program, and you know I just look forward for the successes for all the young men. So a lot of things have changed since you played. Also, some things haven't. But one thing that's definitely changed is the whole name, image, and likeness thing. Have you given any advice on that? It seems like there's a chance that could be a major plus for a lot of athletes. It also seems like there's a chance it could be disruptive in a locker room that already has issues. We'll probably see that across the country in some places this year. What have you thought about that, and how have you talked to them about that? I mean, honestly, I don't like it. You know, I don't like the name, image, and likeness um, um, scenario that has been, you know, that has been brought up by the NCA, and ultimately that has come through, you know, some outsiders that have decided that this is something that they wanted to utilize to benefit college football. But being that it's there, um, I think that it just needs to be, uh, you know, you just need to be careful about it because at the end of the day, football is a team sport. And, you know, why are the guys that are protecting the quarterback not being uh, benefited as much as the quarterback or the running back or the receivers? I mean, and in a lot of places, the quarterback is always well-revered. But, you know, you know, there's 11 guys on the field, always. And I believe that Kalani's done a magnificent job um, of Ohana X and putting, you know, more to life to help and to benefit the sum of the all, which is, you know, all 123 players, you know, with that built bar endorsement that they got. That's just awesome. Who does that? You know, and it's genuine and authentic for BYU. And I just told Jaron, actually, I didn't need to, even need to tell Jaron. Jaron was the type of guy, he's like, Dad, uh, you know, can you take care of that NIL stuff? I need to worry about football. And, you know, some things are going to come. That would be great. But at the end of the day, you know, we need to win football games. And my brothers and I need to be able to be comfortable in our locker room and know that, you know, we got each other's back, you know, because monetary things sometimes can come between human natures, right? And uh, it could be something, to your point, that could be a distraction in the locker room. And, and I guarantee it's going to be a distraction. You got more young people thinking about their endorsement deals and not enough putting time into the game, preparation, the extra work, and all the little integral details that it takes to be a team and a unit. But I could say this. Those young men over at BYU, I think they've gone by it the right way. Um, they've got a pro- they have an exceptional good chemistry going. And this NIL thing has not affected those young people over there, at least from the little bit that I've heard and what I've seen. And, you know, i got several nephews on the team, and, you know, I, I talk to the boys. And so they got a really good vibe over there. So, I mean, I guess it's a good thing on one, on one level. But, again, I think it can get really out of hand. But BYU's done an amazing job of processing – 
uh, the, 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 the young people to the point where they're keeping them focused on the right things. And now bear in mind, Jaron's got some things that are going to be coming out, you know, just because it is what it is. I mean, he's a charismatic young person and, you know, folks want to, you know, utilize some of his talents and skill sets. But, uh, you know, in large part, you know, I'm not a huge fan, but, you know, you got to go with what's going on right now, right? So. Well, Kalen, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck to your family and Jaron as the season unfolds. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys, and uh, you guys have a blessed day. Kalen Hall, former BYU running back. His son, Jaron, is now BYU's starting quarterback. If you missed it, the Utah depth chart came out earlier today. We will get you up to speed on that next. Stay with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.